0: map. But we need to start with the foundation, basic sketches. and Then you develop and evolve and move on until such time at any situation, you're questioning the higher in you, you're questioning your, you know, the light within the heart having already discussed it with others, taken counsel then you follow as they say, your heart. Now here we have the Quran coming in. Until such time, as I said earlier, ya yetwa الْمُطْمَئِنَّ You're not qualified. We are not qualified. So Allah Azza wa Jal reminds us, Tubu Return to Allah. Call upon Allah in a way that is clear. That is going to give you the appropriate direction. Azamta Definition of tawakkul is a very deep one. You first rely upon your aql, then rely upon your people who are wiser than you. Then you rely upon the maker of it all, Allah Azza wa Jal. That is why the Prophet says, i'aql fatawakkal. Use your aql, use your reason, and then trust in the higher. So there is a hierarchy in these things. billahi huwa mawlaakum Hold on to that rope. Rope meaning the rope of iman and trust and ihsan. That is why also, last talk, I said there is a movement, there is a changing of gear in this passage, in this journey. You start by making hijrah. Turn away from that which is not acceptable to you as you are now. It may have been the only thing acceptable when you were a child, but that is no longer there every year, every day who and you are a different being, you are evolving from the lowest, if you like of me, 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 me me, to realizing light upon light upon light, so you need to make hijrah, turn away and then I mentioned also from hijrah comes jihad, exerting energy, you must take a decision, I will not do it, or I will do it, or I will leave this place or whatever, and then appropriate action appropriate, knowledgeable action. And that will lead us to certainty. Do not come just like that. There is a hierarchy. You have to give up the lower and the higher will take hold. That's why Allah reminds us, your account, my account, the accountability we have, is close at hand. but we forget. And we say, never mind tomorrow or day after. Or, How do you know tomorrow will come? How do you know that the air goes in, may not come out? That is why the urgency of exerting ourselves, be in jihad fully, inner and outer. Allah then says, it is about those who when they promise or when they have been taken upon as trustworthy, as the, the word is amn amn is to be secure from it comes the word iman you are you honor that that is why we all the time remember islam iman ihsan islam you submit to the truth that these things are true there is a hierarchy in me there is an animal in me but then there is an, an a, a light in me that can be higher than the angels see, that the angels are limited, they cannot do mistakes, but I can. So Allah has given me a trust that I can make mistakes, and Allah has put in me this software of a program that I suffer and I don't want to suffer. So I have to take the divine offer. So it's already done, the work is done. I have to now drive on these multidimensional, if you like, directions that is why our deen is based almost entirely on obedience but obedience after knowing and following these templates these clear if you like directions and that is why in the prophetic teaching is that all of it is based on Tawbah return to Allah how Tark al leave your habit. How? Remembering and feeling sorry about having wasted so much of my life. Then there is a need for azm and tawakkul. And then comes in muraqaba, then comes in muhasaba, then comes in muakhidah, then comes in islah al-Niyya. Allah Jal reminds us repeatedly and so does the Prophet that all of your actions are as good as your intentions. What is my niyyah? Just to make more money? To have more power or to be a bit more outwardly secure. What about my inner security? Ultimately, I am an inner being. The entire thing is based upon the meaning I give to life. So then all of it is based on wafa. Let's be loyal to Allah Azza wa jal, ikhlas, and so on. That is the meaning of tarbiyah. Tarbiyah's word in Arabic, the root of is rab. Rab is the Lord. Terbiya is to bring up everyone to recognizing the Lord who is ever-present. This is terbiya, to bring up. And that is why I said earlier, this business of trying to constantly put right disorder from one direction only, rather than self-accountability and behavior, will not work. We have to. If you behave differently, your mind changes. And if your mind changes, also your behavior changes. The two are interlinked. And that is why we are both outer and inner. Outer action and inner, if you like, subtle feelings and intentions. I want to share with you what is ultimately the goal of any refinement of character. And that is to be as close as possible to the prophetic character. We have beautiful description of how the Prophet was. I share with you from two different sources. One of which describes him, of course before that I also remind you what the Quran describes him. Bismillah rahman rahim Innaka la'ala khuluqin azim. Oh certainly, your character or your quality is great. Great meaning, constant meaning, it will not be subjected to difficulties and ease in the outer world. You have access to your Lord, to your Creator, to the light of Allah, such that nothing will ever disturb you other than responding appropriately. So let me read from you from one classical and a very famous, which was also used by Imam Ghazali and many others, description of the quality of the Prophet. He says, he always helped with the house chores and he ate with his servants and his family, meaning with the high and the low, with the close and with those who were not familiar with him. He, mend his sand, he mended his sandals and he cared for his mount or his whatever he was riding. He milked the sheep. He carried his shopping home. He shook hands with the wealthy and the poor He never belittled a gift or turned away, turned down any offering. Look at the courtesy, look at the adab of this magnificent being. He was easy to approach. He was always pleasant. His disposition was always most attractive. He was generous, good companion. He always had a smile, but never loud laughter. He was concerned without a frown. He was humble without, being, without accepting being debased or abased. He was soft-hearted, strong-willed. He regarded, he was, he was always watching for what is true. He was always reflective. He was gentle with all his people. He was easy, friendly with the young and the old. Who doesn't want this? Character, who doesn't love this quality of a being? In another tradition we have also, that he was honest, he was just, he was chaste. He had no excess or waste. Look how much we waste in this world. He ate what was available sparingly and slowly. He visited the sick and attended funerals. He was silent without being insolent. He was eloquent without being lengthy.